Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Bark, pastor of St. Mary Madeline Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, Squirrel Hill, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor of St. Benedict Moore Parish in the Hill District. We are blessed to have three very important guests on this program this morning. Joining us in studio is Bishop David Zubik, who is the Bishop of the Diocese of Pittsburgh. Bishop, great to have you here this morning. Good morning. Thanks, Father Burke. Good to be with you as well and all your listeners. Thanks. And also joining Joining us is Monsignor Larry Donardo. He is the General Secretary and the Vicar General uh, of the Diocese of Pittsburgh. Good morning, Monsignor. Good morning, Father Burke, and to all the people out there, good morning. And our Superintendent of Catholic Schools, Michelle Peduto, is also here. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Father Burke. It's a pleasure to be with all of you. All right. So before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to our generous sponsors of Catholic Education Plus, Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. Our diocese is celebrating its 180th anniversary. We're also celebrating the rich history of Catholic education in the diocese. Thousands upon thousands of students have been led to Christ through our faith-based education. And it's an education that's been a firm foundation of learning and growing and raising up student leaders and our disciples. And we just opened up our schools uh, this past Thursday. So we're already kicking in high gear and getting ready for a new uh, school year for 2023 and 2024. Bishop, I'm going to begin with you. How does the magnitude of this impressive accomplishment and legacy impact you? as the bishop? Well, I think as we take a look at uh, what has happened to us over the course of the last 180 years, uh, going back to 1843, we know that Pope uh, Gregory XVI really established the Diocese of Pittsburgh, not only because the population was growing, but because there was a need for evangelization of passing on the good news. When you think about the fact that when our diocese was established uh, uh, in that part of the 19th century, uh, uh, we uh, comprised 27 counties in the 67 counties of Pennsylvania. And there were 45,000 Catholics, and the Pope said, we got to do something to really make sure that the good news of Jesus is passed on. And so over the course of these last 180 years, in so many different ways, but especially through our Catholic schools, we've been doing not only what Pope Gregory XVI had in mind, but more importantly, what Jesus had in mind when he said, go out and teach all the nations and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Definitely trailblazers back then, 180 years ago. Absolutely Incredible. so. Monsignor, you want to reflect on any your thoughts? Probably over these, over all of these years, these 180 years, I mean, I think we have to think also about 
all of the various people, all the various people who have been educated in our Catholic schools. I mean, it was the foundation for immigrants who came to mm -hmm. our country, particularly after the Second World War, even earlier before that. Uh, many, many, many of our parents and grandparents were all products of Catholic education, uh, participating in Catholic schools, both grade schools and high schools. And one thing most especially, how many vocations that mm. the, of people who have served, priests who have served people for years and years and years over all these over all this time who were products of Catholic education. Uh, it's a very impressive record in, 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 in this part of, of God's kingdom over these 180 years. Absolutely. And I can reflect on my uh, grandparents and great-grandparents immigrating from Czechoslovakia and Ireland and I mean, that was when they came over here um, they settled here in Western Pennsylvania. What great education to get from your own church. Michelle, your thoughts? Well, I think if, as I'm looking at the children's starting school this week mm -hmm. sitting there, I think I reflect back on, of course, as, as Monsignor stated, all the other students that have gone through our schools, but also all the sacrifices that have been made by parents in order for their children to go to our schools, and, and all the sacrifices that have been made by our faith communities to, um, to bring the Catholic faith to others. And I'm not just talking about the, the, the Diocese of Pittsburgh, but throughout the world. We, when we look at the generations past, how many have sacrificed so that we have the freedom and the ability to educate children as we do today? And I think that bears a little bit of reflection. Absolutely. No, Bishop, you're a local guy that has done good uh, coming from Beaver County, Ambridge. Um, can you reflect your time as a student and an educator and share a little background in the history in our schools uh, before you were named a bishop? I think um, it's important for people to know that I'm a, a product of Catholic education for 37 years, mm. 24 behind the student's desk and 13 uh, behind the desk of administrator and, and as well as a teacher. And uh, four of those years, um, Monsignor Donardo and I spent together when we were students at St. Veronica High School. What was so important for me in terms of my 24 years as a student is that um, there was a great deal of education that was going on in my life, but a great deal of formation. And it was the formation guided by the Holy Spirit and through uh, you know all of my teachers in the course of those years that really helped clarify for me what it was that God wanted me to do in my life. And so when I had the opportunity then to spend 13 years formally in secondary education, the goal that I had was to um, give to my students what had been given to me, the opportunity for them to come to a deep sense of what is it that God is calling you to do in the course of your own life. And so, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, it's a twofold process. Not only uh, did Catholic schools help me, to get ready for what God wanted me to do in this life, but he helped prepare me for the next. And that certainly was a goal that I tried to embody as I as I led Catholic schools during my time in secondary education, and obviously what I'm doing now as pastor of the Church of Pittsburgh. And I think you turned out okay, too. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, Monsignor Larry, the establishment of the first Catholic services in Pittsburgh goes way back as far as the settlement of Pittsburgh itself. And after the diocese was first established 180 years ago, the need for Catholic education uh, was there as well. Can you give us a little snapshot of this storied history, uh, the origin of our Catholic schools, uh, the first school in Pittsburgh and the diocese, and it all began as uh, with one. 
Yeah, it really did. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, there were there were a, there were schools in, of course, in our area, very small prior to the establishment. Probably the the, the 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 first major school would have been right before the establishment of the diocese, which was really St. Paul Parish, which was located mm. on Grant and Fifth Street, which eventually became St. Paul's Cathedral um, when the, 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 the diocese was established. And, you know, the Sisters of Charity from Emmitsburg, Maryland, came there and established two schools there, a, a day school for, uh, for what we would call elementary school students and an academy for young women. And if you think about it, mm. that eventually became St. Paul's Cathedral Elementary School and St. Paul Cathedral High School, which you know, now in those days went to Oakland. Um, one of the big movers in our diocese had to be when, when Bishop Boyle became our bishop. Mm. I mean, he started a capital campaign uh, back in 1922-23 for the establishment of of element for for high schools in our diocese, Central Catholic being the first, but Central Catholic, North Catholic, South Hills Catholic, and Sarah were all products of that campaign that he was trying to promote, uh, you know, education, particularly on what we would call the secondary level, because most people at that time went to school, elementary school, not a lot of people went to high school. That wasn't something that people did, and he tried to promote the, the need for people to be educated beyond their elementary level. And probably if we think about the 1950s when our bishop was Bishop Deerton, eventually became Cardinal Deerton of Detroit, it was the time of big growth in our diocese, in the suburbs, and all and, and throughout our, our our area, we were still yet uh, you know the the counties that we had, the growth of a lot of parishes and a lot of Catholic high schools and a lot of Catholic elementary schools all over the place. I mean, uh, as Bishop Zubik mentioned, he and I were a product of one of those of one of those parish schools. I mean, St. Veronica's High School was a parish high school. And so there was a lot of growth in, in in education, but it was an opportunity for the church, not just simply to educate people and give them, reading, writing, and arithmetic, but to form people and keep people in the faith uh, and tried to bring forward all the immigrant communities that came from all different parts of the world and came to Pittsburgh and give everyone an opportunity to be able to grow not only in their education and their ability to support their families, but their capacity to grow the church. And it was a, it was a large time. Now we're in a different, a different mode of life and we have the same strong elementary schools and strong high schools in our diocese. So we have a very storied history. Michelle, I'm going to give you the last minute uh, just to reflect on what Bishop and Monsignor said about how the history of the schools and where we are now. Right. Mm. It's, it's been quite a history in Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, and I did happen to look up a little bit of data, and it was very selfish data because I looked at the year I was born. <laughs> which I'm giving away uh, something here, but 1958. So in 1958, uh, we had, I think as Monsignor has indicated, we had 221 elementary wow. schools, 56 high schools, and 116, over 116,000 students at that time. But we've seen the changes, and we've experienced them worldwide, and we've experienced differences uh, in in who's coming to our schools now and, and what they're looking for in our schools and, and what we want them to be looking for and what they will find mm -hmm. is the heart of our faith. Absolutely. And we, uh, we, we just uh, welcome them with open arms, but that is why we are here. We right. are here 
for our faith, for the love of Christ. Very much so. We're going to take a break. We have lots more to talk about. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Bark, pastor at St. Benedict Moore Parish in the Hill District and St. Mary Madeline Parish in the East End. This morning, we are continuing a special conversation and reflection with some very special guests this morning. It's a blessing to have our bishop, Bishop David Zubik, Monsignor Larry DiNardo, and Superintendent of Catholic Schools, Michelle Peduto, all with us this morning in studio. And I also want to give a shout out to our generous sponsors of this radio program, Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. And we have been reflecting on the 180th year anniversary of our diocese. Just had a big um, mass uh, a few Sundays ago, which I helped, uh, I was a part of to celebrate at the uh, St. Paul Cathedral. We've also have nearly 100 years of Catholic education in our diocese. And there's been thousands upon thousands of students educated and transformed in our schools. And our schools have transformed from those first schools in a very pioneer era to entire elaborate network of elementary schools and high schools in every region of the counties in our diocese. So I want to talk a little bit about um, the changes in population, the times of war and peace uh, remain constant. We reflect a little bit about um, how that's affected us. But our schools have award-winning education and the offerings of the rigorous academics, the sports, the activities, and also evangelization. So I want to um, go a little bit back into um, Bishop Zubik, Monsignor, and Michelle. There's always been a need and a desire to educate our kids with Catholic values and teachings, and very importantly, more important in today's world. Catholic education has been unwavering commitment on the part of the diocese. Bishop, can you reflect on your commitment and why it's so important to have Catholic schools in our diocese? Oh, well, I would want to start to say that um, I think that the Catholic schools did me well in terms of my own formation. And I would simply want to have the same kind of blessing that I experienced, certainly because of the generosity of my parents, but also because of the expertise and most important of all, the strong faith of my teachers. Uh, I would like to see that continue on because that was the best form of evangelization that happened in my life. You know, when we take a look at the beginning of our diocese uh, back in 1843, Bishop Michael O'Connor had to take a look at the landscape of what was the Diocese of Pittsburgh, what were the conditions that existed then, and to help train people to be able to address faith in their lives at that particular moment. Lots and lots has changed over the course of the last 180 years. Uh, And so we face lots of challenges today that are certainly being impacted by secular values that don't uh, always agree with where we are as, as, as people who follow the gospel of Jesus. And so uh, I see that Catholic schools you know, become an even more instrument in helping people to come to know Jesus, to love Jesus, and to live Jesus. So um, I just appreciate the, the, the generosity of parents today uh, and also the willingness of students to be formed uh, in the teachings of Jesus. Monsignor, you want to give your insights? I guess I would have some of the same thoughts that Bishop Subic has, having been formed by teachers, uh, particularly the sisters, uh, the, the religious women who, who gave so much time and energy to all of us who were probably products of those early, of early Catholic education. But in the world in which we live in today, with all the different values that are out there or the things that people talk about, uh, we really do need to kind of give people a vision of, of a different kind of world. It's not the world which is self-centered, but it's a world of self-giving. 
and it's a different kind of the church tries to teach us this and whether people come to our schools because they are catholic or people come to us because they are some other religious tradition or maybe have no religious tradition at all the values that we try to teach and the values of our schools are really so that we understand that we're all a community of people created by God and we're all to share our gifts and our talents and our life with one another and this is really the importance of catholic schools it's not only about reading writing and arithmetic but it's really about mm-hmm. living our life together as a community of people all created by one god michelle I'd like you to share with us obviously we talked about the past but share with us numbers of um, how many schools there are now and the regionalization process how did that come into play uh, for stronger schools for the future With our regionalization process, we have 29 diocesan elementary schools and four independent schools. The four independent schools are not part of the regions. Mm -hmm. And we have seven diocesan high schools and three independent high schools. The high schools are not regionalized. What this has done, it allows us to provide services in a way that's very efficient, that brings our our schools, those schools that are in regions together in community, which is extremely important. So if we have a school with one of each grade, now we have seven schools. And so all of the first grade teachers can get together, learn from each other. The principals can work together and learn from each other. It's just an organized system, which is really not felt at the school level so much. At the school level, the parents would feel what they've always felt when they go to St. James or Ave Maria or JFK or um, any of our any of our schools. They would feel the same feeling because we don't we're not looking at making schools cookie cutters mm-hmm. that are all the same. We simply provide community for the uh, for the for the teachers for the principals and a very uh, efficient system of organizing what we need to do as educators. So that's been very important. We look at, we're looking now at about uh, 10,000 students, mm. which is very good, uh, about, about a little over 1,000 teachers that we work with, and a lot of parents. And I would add to what Bishop and Monsignor said about our schools and the community. We pride ourselves on our, how much we value. The center of our schools is family. It's the heart of Christ. It is family. We value the family. We value the family involvement in our schools. We could not exist without the families. And so we model ourselves, I think, after the, the, the Holy Family. Mary, Jesus, Joseph, we, we look to that model and we count on our families to work with us and to create centers where everyone learns not just our students, our students learn. Certainly when Jesus was a child, his parents learned from him. And so we learn from our children and we want that faith to grow in community, in family. And as a pastor that has had uh, several schools and looking at the regionalization model as a pastor, uh, it makes the school stronger. You still have the heartbeat of the parishes that support it, uh, the families, but it's just nice to have those resources 
they're not competing against each other, they're working with each other. And I think over the years, as from a pastor perspective, um, the re- realization has uh, been a very positive. We're going to be having our Catholic conference of uh, Catholic educators come here to Pittsburgh soon, and our city and our diocese will get to host uh, this very important event. We'll be able to put the um, red carpet out. We just have uh, under a minute and a half. I want to get some final thoughts, uh, Bishop, for reflections for the 2023-2024 school year as we just kicked off this past Thursday. Well, I think uh, every new beginning brings new opportunities, and and I know that the the students who are going to be part of our schools this year are going to be uh, challenged to take the gospel more seriously, and not simply to learn about Jesus and about the church, but what it means to live it. You know, one of the significant changes that uh, that I saw when I was in secondary education, which uh, we didn't have when we were students in high school, was uh, that students are being given uh, the opportunity, an expected opportunity, to show how they live their faith. You know, so many of our uh, high schools uh, have the opportunity for, for students to go on mission trips, uh, whether to uh, other parts of the country or even in other countries, uh, but even in different parts of our diocese. And I think that's so important uh, to help them come to understand that faith is not simply something to be learned. It has to be something that must be lived. Awesome. Good. Well, Bishop David Zubik, Monsignor Larry DiNardo, and Michelle Peduta, our superintendent of Catholic schools, thanks for being with us this morning as we kicked off a brand new school year with uh, the very three important uh, VIP guests. Uh, What a great way to start the new school year. And thank you for taking us uh, down memory lane and getting us ready for the future. So thanks for listening to Catholic Education Plus. Uh, We'll be back for the Plus segment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. And as I mentioned in our show, uh, this is the first full weekend for back to school, and many other school districts will be heading back to the classes this coming week. In the Gospel of St. Matthew, Peter confesses to Jesus as the Messiah and the Son of the living God, and Jesus declares that Peter will be the rock and upon which uh, he will build his church. And Jesus says, who, who am I? Who is Jesus? And Peter really begins to understand that Jesus is the true Son of God and the light of the world. And Christ calls every Christian to a deeper conversion. And like Peter, we can uh, become to create that Christ is more than just a teacher or an ancient prophet. He is the living presence and still alive and at work among all of us. And that's a wonderful opportunity as uh, we are now uh, kicking off the school year that that Jesus gives us uh, the mission to go out and to preach and to teach and to share the good news, just like he gave Peter the keys to the kingdom to really um, begin begin the church in, it, in its ministry and to be that rock of the faithful. So as we kick off this wonderful school year of 2023-2024, let's be like Peter and really um, get energized and proclaim the faith in what we say and what we do. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus. We'll be back in two weeks. Listen with Father Tom Bark here on KDK Radio. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.